For the thousands and thousands of fans inside the camp knew, this was a night they would never forget. They had got there early, a huge mass of them walking from the city center, congregating in Placa de Catalunya, flooding up Avenguda de Seria and turning onto Diagonal. Occupying the road, no place for cars, it was like some giant march, an endless sea of supporters singing in the evening sunshine. The noise didn't stop when they occupied their seats, which they didn't occupy for long. After just four minutes they were on their feet celebrating the opening goal, a roar rolling round they had started before that. Whistling their opponents and cheering their players as the teams were read out. Nor was that the only goal, two more followed, and so did a famous victory, even if there were nerves in the final minutes as it seemed a comeback might happen, the referee implored to blow for full time. When he did, their place in the Europa League semi-finals secured, they didn't leave, instead, they stood, applauded and sang. The footballers went on a lap of honor, pausing on all sides, and in every corner, clapping back the players stopped in front of the stands. And took a celebratory photo against the perfect backdrop, supporters packed in behind them, a great moment shared. When at long last the fans did eventually make for the exit, they headed back into the center of one of Europe's great cities. They walked Las Ramblas, celebrating. Plockery Isle filled. Lots of them were still going strong past 3 a.m. I'll always remember tonight. It was very emotional for us, their manager said, I saw a stadium full of white shirts while Barcelona put out a tweet announcing the attendance at the Camp Nou. Today there are 79,468 of us, thanks everyone, it read. The tweet was taken down very soon after, this was best unsaid. Definitely, they had decided, not something to celebrate, or to be grateful for. Instead, Barcelona's president Joan Laporta said he felt ashamed. The word that most jarred in the tweet was us. This was them it is impossible to calculate how many Eintracht fans were at the Camp Nou. Officially, Barcelona had supplied 5,000 tickets for the away team, but police estimates placed the number of Germans who had arrived in the city for the game at somewhere between 25,000 and 30,000. If the total attendance was 79,468, then it seems likely the real number could be higher than 30,000. Looking at the stands, swaths of white everywhere, it doesn't feel an especially big leap to suggest that there were as many, maybe even more supporting Eintracht, as Barcelona. They made a lot of noise too. An away goal can't have ever been celebrated as loudly as Eintracht's three were on. In the build-up to the game, manager Xavi Hernandez had appealed to Barcelona's fans to make this a cauldron, but it was Eintracht's fans who did so. It was like a final, where it's half the stadium each, Xavi said afterwards. I don't know, if it was a home game, said Jordi Cruyff, the technical secretary while. Xavi said he had told his team to focus on the game, not the stands, and it is hard to judge how much of an impact it had. Nor should the balance in the stands be blamed for the final result in Barcelona's elimination, at least not solely. But Xavi said, obviously it didn't help. We were expecting 70,000 or 80,000 Hules also known as supporters of FC Barcelona in English. Instead, they didn't even get much of a majority, if they got one at all. Barcelona defender Ronald Araujo wouldn't use it as an excuse, but admitted that it was strange that he had been surprised to see so many German fans. I thought we were playing at home, Eintracht coach Oliver Glasner said while that there were so many of them was hugely impressive. On one level it is something to celebrate, perhaps more so post-pandemic. They have gone elsewhere in huge numbers too, as real Betis could testify. But for Barcelona it was a problem. Although there was no major trouble, no fighting to lament, it poses security issues, and some Barcelona fans certainly did not enjoy the experience. Mostly, though, the impact was emotional, some considering it a humiliation. Barcelona had played both ties away, and been knocked out. What they witnessed in the stands hurt even more, was even more embarrassing, than what they saw on the pitch, white everywhere, their ground someone else's home. 
At the start of the second half, the Barcelona fans behind the goal in the north stand, the Grada de Animacio, or singing section, initially refused to come back out in protest. Catalan newspapers called it a shameful invasion of the Camp Nou. The problem with that choice of words is, quite apart from employing the language of war, it makes it sound as if the Eintracht fans had done something dreadfully wrong, as if they had somehow stormed the place, as if they had sneaked in or torn down the turnstiles. When what they had actually done was, well, buy tickets, some of them at vastly inflated prices. Barcelona admitted they made almost 3 million euros in gate receipts on this game the question is of course. How? And why were so many tickets available? We can't allow this, Laporta said. We're getting information from the security and ticketing departments. We will take measures. Lots of elements come together here. First of all, simplistic though it sounds, the Camp Nou is huge. Europe's biggest stadium, it holds almost 20,000 more than the Santiago Bernabeu, for example. That's a lot of tickets to be sold. Only once this season have they sold out for the Women's Champions League game against Real Madrid. That it was that particular game, where the way tickets were sold was different, is not entirely insignificant. It is also the Easter holidays, again, that sounds silly, almost too simple, but there are a lot of Barcelona fans away. In short, many of those who might have gone and supported Barcelona didn't, while Barcelona have around 85,000 season ticket holders. This season, average attendances are in the region of 55,000, including those who are buying tickets game by game through various channels. That's a lot of season ticket holders who don't go to every game. There are also a lot on the waiting list who would but can't. This season, there is a systemic element too, after the pandemic, aware of the economic, and in some cases emotional impact, Barcelona allowed season ticket holders to take a year off without renouncing their right to their seats. The club said more than 30,000 people took them up on that offer those seats go back into the hands of the club to sell. A similar thing happens with the sea and liar system, where season ticket holders who knew that they couldn't get to a game, or didn't want to go, could give up their seat to the club that week, benefiting from a rebate, if Barcelona could sell it on. There is no punishment for not showing up, no risk of your season ticket being taken off you, no threshold of games you have to meet, and it can be lucrative for the club. A season ticket works out far, far cheaper than the same seat sold 25 times not, that it's about the club. Exactly, although Sea and Liar was partly designed to avoid empty seats, and Socio's tickets ending in the hands of touts. Everyone has the right to sell their carnet, Barcelona presidential advisor Enric Massip said, but the reality of seeing so many opposition fans in the Camp Nou is a real real pity. There is a question there, do they? After all, Massip defended their right to sell their season ticket, note, not their right to give it to a friend when they can't go one week or occasionally invite someone to enjoy a game. And then it is worth asking, sell it to whom? Because it's not just a case of seating tickets to the club to sell on, and not just a case of isolated weeks, there is a whole parallel market, ticket outs, travel companies, formal ticket agencies. Businesses with a more or usually less direct relationship with the club, and access to what appear to be huge numbers of tickets while lots of tickets were available on an open market to which German fans could have access. That the prices were high also tilted the balance more towards Eintracht fans, for whom this was a one-off, a special occasion, one of the biggest games in their history, in Laporta's words. Fans who, he said, have the money to afford them, especially compared with people in Catalonia. Some Barcelona fans who might have gone this time weren't going to do so at that price. Thousands of tickets were sold, this was their second biggest crowd all season. It's just that Eintracht fans bought maybe half of them, at least in part because Barcelona fans didn't. Tickets were sold online, although the club reacted by blocking sales to IP addresses in Germany or people with German credit cards. Whether that block was done quickly enough is one question, whether it's effective is another.
it is not hard to use a VPN. It's not that hard to find or be found by someone with a Spanish card prepared to make the purchase for you. Incidentally, whether it's legal within the EU to allow sales from only one country might be a pertinent question, then there are those that become available through other channels. Laporta talked about irregularities in the way tickets were sold. Many of the seats belonged to Barcelona fans, but were not occupied by Barcelona fans. Had it not been for Eintracht fans, maybe they would have remained empty. The 34,440 tickets the club put on sale, which come from the season ticket holders who took up the year off, could not be bought with German credit cards or from a German IP address, Laporta said, noting that many of those have been put on a members-only sale at 50% discount. Those who bought them clearly passed them on to Germans. He also said that of the 37,746 season tickets used to go to the game, many were actually used by Eintracht fans while Laporta announced that from now on, in non-domestic games, tickets would be nominative, something that had been avoided before because, put bluntly, it's a pain in the backside for everyone. It might also mean more unoccupied seats, at least in the short term until prices find a new level, as season ticket holders who can't go might be less likely to pass on or sell on their seat for the game. Every game, there are fans who do so. There are also fans who do so every game. It is hard to judge, but there might be a core of 40,000 to 50,000 season ticket holders who are almost always there. The rest are all sorts of supporters which is why there is a deeper, more systemic question here. There are reasons this happened this time, but the context that allowed it has been building steadily for a long time. In part this is an unintended, if perhaps inevitable, consequence of that. It might also be a warning, the moment when flaws in the model are revealed. When questions of identity and access, value, price and priority might be addressed, where the lessons learned might be applied to many clubs too. A model that perhaps creates high-end demand at the cost of low-end, loyalty. This system, insofar as it can be called that, rather than a culture that has emerged without necessarily being planned, market capitalism getting its claws into football once again has served to allow access to tickets, at higher prices, and not always via the club itself, to transient supporters. To one offer occasional attendees. To those who wouldn't be able to go otherwise, denied access to season tickets. Two, and this is a word, that has become emotive, and should be treated carefully, tourists. They come from all over the world, and there is something welcoming and wonderful about that. They love Barcelona or they come to, the experience is special one. Again, calculations are risky, but every game there might be 10,000 or 15,000 of them. Every game, they come and they support Barcelona. The explanation for what happened on the Eintracht Frankfurt night sees Camp Nou is simple, this time they didn't, this time they came and supported Barcelona's opponents instead. But that is not the only difference, and here is an important point. If tourist is a loaded word, used dismissively and often unfairly, this time it doesn't really apply. Here comes the caveat, and it is a colossal one, these weren't tourists, these were fans, loyal and loud, following their team in mass across the continent for a night they would never forget. And when you strip it all away, that part at least, was actually genuinely pretty special. Something unique worthy of celebrating the way Eintracht Frankfurt did. Remember to follow Golia by hitting the follow button and slapping a 5-star review on the show or tapping the love icon. Let's get to 1 million followers and tune in daily for new episodes.